What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Hi, I'm Giancarlo Esposito, and I'm here to introduce you to my new series, Parish. My character, Gray Parish, was a getaway driver. I'm retired from life. You know that. He's in a world over his head. Tell me about this driver job. And he's asked to start to figure things out. I did what you told me to. He will try to do what's right and seek justice. Parish, all new Sundays at 9 on AMC and stream on AMC+. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Welcome to Deckheads, a production of iHeartRadio. Welcome to Deckheads with your hosts, Nick and Anna. Broadcasting from the bottom of the boat, below, below deck. Ooh, I'm horny. All yacht talk all the time. I'm having a party. We're shoveling coal to keep this show afloat. I love cocaine. We're off the map in international waters. I need some drama, me. Hide that cocaine. Never. In my nose. Just so you know, I'm in an open relationship. Below deck. Woo! Below me. What? Deckhead. Hey, Nick. Hi. How are you? Incredible. How the hell are you? Looks like you're eating. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. What's new? All right, guys. This episode was a long one. It was? Blow Deck Mediterranean Season 4, Episode 9. Yeah, it was like 50 plus minutes. Wow, that's so cool. Hmm. They're yeah, so cool. It's pretty cool. Do you cool. think it's because they don't have any sponsors, so they had to fill it with more? No, I think there was just more shit they wanted to cover. So we continue with June getting all weird about being grilled about her boyfriend situation. Hey, that's not how TV works. What do you mean? They don't just want to put more in the episode. Nick, <laughs> and then sometimes give up ad sales. Sometimes on Below Deck, the episodes are longer if they want to cover more in an episode. I've noticed it before. It's not always 42 minutes. Sometimes it's like 52 minutes. They add an extra 10 minutes. Yeah, but they wouldn't I mean, I don't know what know, to tell you, man. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know. Well, you but call you feel Bravo. like you are telling me Go something. Go call Bravo and find out why they do it. What, what do you want me to do? Go ahead. Call Hi. them. Hi. May I please talk to Andy? Hi, Andy. What's this? Andy Borowitz. No, I want to talk to Andy Cohen. Not some fucking hack piece of shit. I hung up. <laughs> cool. 
Well, we continue with Jen or June, whatever the fuck her name is. Kind of looks like Jen from previous Let's call seasons. her Mama Jen. She kind of looks like Jen from previous seasons. The lesbian deckhand. No. Okay. Uh, I will prove you wrong. Don't. No, it's too late. No, it's a waste of time because I know what she looks like and they don't look alike. Let's, uh, here, I'm going to look it up right now. Jen the deckhand. Jen Reservado. Dude. Oh, no. This is a classic case of someone pretending to be someone else to get back on the show. Oh, no. Idiot. Idiot. We're being fooled. Wait for it. Wait for it. Guys, I will post a side-by-side. We'll see. Maybe they don't look super similar, but... I don't know about you, but these women. This is a this is a great bit. Is it a bit, or are we? I'm so happy it's happening. Are we living reality? She doesn't look like that. Oh my god! Can you get out of here? And this bit. She is literally trying to fool us. How about this? Yes, no. Let's Go look it. at those two women and tell me who they are. I've seen them. Look at the photos. I looked at them. Look at the two I just sent you. I looked at them. No, I don't think you did. Oh, my God. They're so different. Jen I'll June. I'll be honest with you. New June is a bombshell. I'm sorry. New June? You mean new Jen? Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, but they are the same person. And Jen, being a dum dum, couldn't even change her name that much to fucking fool us. So stupid. Jen's not dumb. Wow. Wow. I have figured out a plot hole in the below deck universe. Wow. It feels good to be right. God. Huh? Oh my God. Yes. Andy Cohen, please. They are the same person. Andy, I want Anna fired. Wow. What's that? We don't work there. What the fuck? I thought this was a Bravo show. Who the fuck does Jen think she is trying to pretend like she ain't June? And June trying to pretend like she's not okay. Jen. Um, well, use the hashtag Anna's not wow. losing it if you liked that bit. Wow. And if you didn't like that bit. Uh, do nothing, and I will assume white women you are... are all. They all look the same in my eyes. So you know how I am. I'm super racist against white people. All right, I'll continue the show, but I will say that they are the same person. So, uh, yeah, June or Jen, hard to say, uh, goes to the bathroom and vomits, I guess, into a trash can, but then comes back out and seems fine. But unfortunately, still dumb, uh, and still secretly Jen. Uh, yeah, okay. Still Jen. All right. Yeah, they go to the club, and JWoww is trying to wingman Colin so he can meet someone, but Colin says he doesn't want to talk to randos when he can talk to June and make her feel comfortable. And this is a classic case of a man trying to friend zone himself. Like, guys just can't take a hint. Like, yeah, you can try and make her feel comfortable, but she ain't gonna fuck you. What do you mean? 
women only fuck who makes them uncomfortable? No, that's not what I'm saying. That is what you're saying. Jack says the more he drinks, the more he wants to kiss Aisha. And she's really breaking his balls because she won't let him kiss her. And Travis and Hannah are grinding. And then they start making out aggressively. And everyone starts cheering for them. And they head back to the boat. And in one cab, Travis and Hannah are making out. And Jack is trying to kiss Aisha, but she's making him wait. And then at one point, Jack licks Aisha's foot. In the other cab... June is showing Colin her modeling pics and they are so basic. I can't even. It's like um, she's doing like business casual modeling, which is like like print. Basically, she's doing like print catalog modeling. And Colin's like, that's sick. Hell yeah. These are great. And I'm like, Colin, stop. They're not that cool. I just can't. I can't even. And then back in the other cab. Meanwhile, back in the other cab, uh, Jack spits into Aisha's belly button. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah, he spit. This it's a classic move. I used to do this all the time. Ew. You spit in their belly button, and then uh, you own their belly button. Disgusting. But then she gets up from her lay down <laughs> position, and she looks cranky. I couldn't think of a thing you would do with it. Yeah. And uh, then with that filled in belly button, you have the time of your life. Uh, I'm not going to lie. The filter you have on right now gives you bags under your eyes. And it's yeah. not a good look. <laughs> you don't look good. I'll tell you that right now. Sometimes uh, one would argue filters are supposed to make you look better, but you look bad. It also has Z's coming I know, out of my it's head. Making you so look- the plan was to show that you were boring me. But yes, I do look like I was recently well, lost a fight. Uh, jokes on you. You look terrible. <laughs> like, I don't feel as bad because you look so bad. Like, I almost want to offer you an eye cream. Ugh. All right. I'm back to the old me. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Remember I how I suit, forgot what you... it comes up to my mouth. What? Remember how I forgot what you look like because of all the filters? <laughs> yes. My God. Okay. It's, it was because of this one. Yeah, that one. It makes you look like a child. Okay. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Aisha sits up and then is making like a cranky face. And Jack says, you look like you've been raped. And Aisha's like, don't joke about that. And he's like, what do you mean? And she's like, I've been raped Why would I not joke about rape? It's 2019. I haven't heard anything. Yeah. And she goes, well, I've been raped. And I thought that was actually like, I Brave. think Aisha is an amazing fucking person. Aisha is what this show needed in the sense that she talks very openly about things. She talks about her mother's addiction and says, don't judge people with addiction. She's very open about sexuality and she's very sex positive. And then she talks about how she's been raped openly. And it's like, I don't know. I think she's a fucking legend. Yeah. For being so open and like normalizing all these like very topics that someone could be like that's so sad but she like empowers herself through talking about it openly i think she's amazing and i think this was like actually a very amazing plot point on this episode you'll never guess who else is in love with Aisha. who else guess i don't know hannah lyra oh yeah well lyra and i we get it there you go but yeah she says she's been raped and jack keeps being like were you really? Were you really raped? It's like, yeah, she wouldn't have fucking said that, Jack. People don't just say that. I know it's a funny joke. I'm making myself. Yeah. But why did you say it? 
And Hannah gets upset and is like, no. And Isis says she doesn't want to talk about it. She's just telling you, like, you shouldn't make jokes like that because you don't know who's like around and who's been raped and who can hear you. And Jack starts to feel really bad about making the joke. And Aisha tells us that 90% of things are okay to joke about, but rape is not one of them. And it's not funny. And you don't know what people have been through. So you need to watch what you say. And they get back to the boat and everyone goes to bed. And uh, it's the next day. It's the next day. Wow. And Aisha is eating breakfast outside on the dock. She's by herself and she tells us about a rape and she's crying, telling us that she was so apologetic to the detectives and saying it was her own fault for getting so wasted and allowing that to happen to her. And the detective tells her, you're allowed to get wasted and you have the right to get wasted and feel safe and get home safely. And she thinks it's very important for women to know that it's not their fault and they have the right to do what they like and not be sexually assaulted. Uh, And I was like, I agree. And that's why Aisha fucking kills it because she speaks the truth. I also agree with that. Yeah. Back on the boat, JWoww is giving a checklist to the deck crew so they know what to do. And Jack says he feels terrible for making that joke and thinks Aisha's a really wonderful person and it's shit that she had to go through that. And Jack comes outside and apologizes to Aisha for making that joke and hugs her and she tells him it's okay. She just wants people to be aware. And Aisha says she doesn't want to be the girl who survived rape. She's just Aisha. And that's just something that happened to her three or four years ago. It's just me, Kirillium. So powerful. I mean, there's so many layers to her. Like, honestly, like she's such a good character to have on the show because she's so like strong-willed and strong-minded and down to like talk about these things openly. It normalizes it. When you feel like other people are talking about it, it's a good thing. It makes you feel less alone. And I think that's a very strong aspect of who Aisha is on this show. You know what I say? Huh? I Aisha. I Aisha. So uh, Hannah says Travis is adorable, but she's not emotionally invested in him and is glad that they're going on a double date with both Jack and Aisha as well. And June is scared of Anastasia because she's a little crabby and fierce when she's working and She was hoping that Anastasia would be more sympathetic and helpful because she had her job before. But clearly the chef shit really went to Aisha's or not Aisha's to Anastasia's head. So now she's very intense and like, I need to focus. This is hard. All the pressure's on me. She's clearly not handling the pressure. Don't discount that it it is a lot of pressure. No, it is a lot of pressure. But she also shouldn't have taken the job. Fucking towels. She shouldn't have taken the job. Shoving them up your cooch. I think she shouldn't have taken her job and let us have Ben sooner. Whatever. Uh, JWoww seems annoyed that Hannah kissed Travis because she says that she deserves more than that. And Hannah says that she remembers everything when JWoww asked her about it because she actually didn't drink that much. And um, the next ch- we have the next charter meeting with JWoww, Hannah, Anastasia, and Captain Sandy. Um, we learned it's a four-day charter with Johnny Damon, a former baseball player. Uh, were you able to get his likes and dislikes? Yeah, Johnny Damon. Now, no, I wasn't. But Johnny Damon likes killing the Yankees when he's a Red Sox. And then he likes killing the Red Sox when he's a Yankee. And he also likes not making the Hall of Fame, despite being incredibly famous and pretty much the face of the 2004 winning uh, World Series winning Red Sox. Wow, why didn't he make the... Hall of Fame. Uh, the stats. Oh. Stats aren't there. That's too bad. Yeah. 
I mean, he was like, he was like the star of that series because he hit a grand slam to like seal the deal. But uh, he was a great baseball player, you know. Mm-hmm. But he wasn't Hall of Fame material. I'm sorry. Damn. He was just. Uh, he was also famous because he was very good looking and had long hair and had a beard, and they called him the Caveman. Oh. And uh, and then I think I, I think like the Red Sox like all started to grow beards. And it was a look, it was a time, it was a moment, and he was at the center of it, but he just didn't have it. Mm. Well, he's on below deck, and if that's not making it, I don't know what is. Well, uh, apparently on their thing, they said they're allergic to being hungry and bored, but whatever. Anastasia says she's feeling confident about the food this time because she was able to please the queen of Versailles, so she thinks she can please some American baseball player. We shall see. Whenever they go in cocky, that's their downfall. Uh, Let's take a quick break and uh, we'll be right back. Hi, I'm Giancarlo Esposito, and I'm here to introduce you to my character, Gray Parrish, from my new series, Parrish. Yeah, I can drive. My character was a getaway driver. Yeah! retired from life you know that his business is failing his house is going up for sale he is the every man tell me about this driver job we got a lot of action in this show we have moments of real danger and we want to feel as if anything could happen gray is invited to drive for this man he's invited to make money and he quickly realizes this is not the right thing to do i did what you told me to and he's in a world over his head. Now, let's go! He will try to do what's right and seek justice. Parish, all new Sundays at 9 on AMC and stream on AMC+. Ready? Let's go. Give me a vacation. Vacation! Give me a golf course. 70 courses! Let's get a water sport. Can I get excursions? We're watching. Time for chill vibes. Beach yoga. How about a garden tour? Give me a dolphin. What's that spell? San Diego! If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. And we're back. Well, he was gone? Yeah, we were gone. So um, in the middle of their meeting, an alarm for the black water tank starts to go off. And engineer Mike is busy working out and they can't reach him. And Jack and Travis are busy watching videos on their phone and laughing in their room and drinking beer. And... Apparently, all the water from the toilets go into the black water tank, which means that if it's fucked, there's no water, and that means there's shit involved. And Captain Sandy knocks on the door of Jack and Travis and tells them to stop drinking beer and go find the engineer and find out what this alarm is. Uh, and Captain Sandy ends the meeting and is annoyed and says that they have to go find out what's going on because if the engineer can't fix this, then they need to cancel the charter. 
And everyone's looking for the engineer and they can't find him. And Travis says it's not his job to check alarms. But I think it's like everyone's job to react to an alarm on a boat because it's like a floating thing on water. Whatever. Travis is... I don't really talk about Travis too much because... uh, I don't know. Like a traveling Australian is almost a non-entity to me because they cancel themselves out. You know what he is? Huh? He's kind of like an Australian Matt hmm. because he's a terrible alcoholic mm-hmm. and also is not a very good cook, but cooks every day. Sure, but it's not his job necessarily. I'm just saying a lot of similarities. Okay. Also, somebody makes a Caesar salad today and that's very exciting. That's true. Hannah's annoyed and says she doesn't want to go on a date with someone who's wasted and being disrespectful, i.e. Travis. And Hannah discovers that her toilet and room has flooded a little. And Hannah's talking to Mike, the engineer. Or no, excuse me. Jack. Take a drink. Jack. Why? Mike, the engineer, enters the storyline. Oh, is that a drinking thing we've come up with? Yeah. Yeah. All right, chugga chugga, get to it, people. I forgot this was a drinking thing because these people come in so little. But uh, yeah, Jack <laughs> is talking to Mike the engineer and helping. And Captain Sandy comes up and bitches at him for not hustling while he's saying that he's literally helping in that moment. And she's like, go get the wet fact to help clean the girls' room. And he's like, okay, but I was the one talking to Jack. I mean, to Mike. I'm wet back. That reminds me of a song. Oh, no. Wet back. Wet back, wet back to get the water up. Right. So Captain Sandy says. I mean, that's pretty good. All right. I know everyone listening is blown away because both the words rhymed. So don't give me this shit. Part of me was like, why don't I just disconnect my white, my mic and just go away forever? Um <sighs> Captain Sandy says the black water issue was a pump failure and they got it fixed and all is good. And all that drama was unnecessary, unnecessary. Why the fuck was engineer Mike working out so hard? Yo, this is what I'm saying. That guy could enter the storyline at any time because all of those girls would fuck Mike. I'll tell you that much. Mm. I don't think no, you're I mean al- real contractually women. you're not allowed to fuck Mike. No, I will never, never sign a contract that stipulates I can't fuck Mike. Well, you just did. All right. So Jack and Travis are off the boat, sitting in the shade, smoking and bitching about Captain Sandy coming down on them so hard. And Hannah comes over and says, maybe her and Travis can go on a date on another day because he's been drinking beer all day. And he starts to feel bad. And he's like, well, I'm not wasted, but she did watch me drink beer all day. So I understand. And he says he wants to make it up to her. And Jack's like, oh, I think she's playing hard to get. And, and it's like, shut up, Jack. Uh, and Wow comes over and he's trying to be diplomatic with the guys and tells them to be cool and not annoy the captain with their drinking. So they come up with a plan that no drinking before 5 p.m. You think that'll work? Uh, yeah, I mean, work for what? I don't know. No, I don't think it will work in any way. I don't think it's going to work curb his, work at curbing his alcoholism. I don't think it's going to work at curbing his drinking before 5. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's going to work at curbing him getting talking to's by Joao. Yeah. 
Hannah tells Captain Sandy that everything's going to be just fine and to not stress. And that helps Captain Sandy calm down. And she says it means a lot to her to have Hannah say that, which is so weird. Anastasia's working really hard on her menus and she says she has a passion for cooking, okay? And a lot of people don't, so she's the best. And it's like, shut up. And Colin says it's hard to talk to June. He literally starts stumbling over his words and he's like, I have been, I've been working on my game so I can talk to women better. And I'm like, you should call your mom. I have been calling my mom. That's what I mean by women. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My mom's the most beautiful woman in all of Long Island. Oh, <laughs> that's sweet, Colin. Yeah, I you're, love her. You're a good boy. I like SpongeBob. <laughs> I talk to Colin the same way I talk to Ace. What a good boy. What a good boy. I'm good, mama. You're good. All right, Jack is getting ready for his date with Aisha and he puts on a suit and Aisha says she wants a nice date with a nice first kiss with him. And Jay yeah. Wow says- And he, he makes one more rape joke and then they leave. Jesus, Nick. What? He wouldn't do that. He would. Why? Because. Because what? He is a jerk. Okay. I do agree that he's a jerk, but we'll get to that later on. JWoww says he can't control people's personal life, but if he was him, if he was Jack, he would lay low because he made a mistake and the captain's annoyed with him. And Travis gets all dressed up in a nice suit as well, which is like, where do these guys get these nice ass suits? Do they pack them? Yes. They just like brought like really nice suits with them? Yes. Well, yeah, they put on a nice suit. Travis puts on a nice suit and he goes to try and woo Hannah, who's sitting on the bow of the boat. Hey, isn't that where the coronavirus came from? Wuhanna? Yes. Okay. <coughs> Wuhanna. Pretty good. But anyway, yeah, she's sitting on the bow of the boat, and he says he really likes her, so he just wants to get back on her good side. So he goes and woos her in a nice suit, and uh, Travis says his parents aren't drinkers at all, so he doesn't think they particularly, particularly approve of his pisshead antics. And he says he started working on a backpacker boats when he was 19 and everyone is just down to party. And after a long day of working, you feel entitled to a drink and it starts really bad habits. And he clearly still has those bad habits. And Aisha and Jack are on their date and back on the boat. June is talking to Colin about how she never knows when she's supposed to eat and that she keeps everything to herself and she only posts selfies on Instagram. What she's saying is she's a very private person. (sighs) And Aisha tells Jack that he isn't usually her type and she usually goes for the alpha male who turns out to be an asshole and Jack is more self-deprecating. Jack's more of a beetle. The bug. Oh, I thought you meant a beetle. No, Like uh, like he was the man who wrote he to Jack the pussy's garden in the shade. Jack the pussy's garden. Oh my God. June Foster? For June Foster, Australian for June, is the author of The Girl and the Golden Leaf. Is that real? Yeah. I'm going to look that up. The Girl and the Golden Leaf. Oh, wow. It's a children's book. Whoa. Oh, no, it's not. I think it's like a YA novel. It got optioned for a movie. Holy shit. Optioned? Yeah. 
That's better than making a movie. Oh, wow. I'm surprised. In debut author Foster's harrowing modern-day adventure, a West Virginia teen's golden opportunity to appear in a Hollywood film turns into a fight for survival. It's been a matter of months since 16-year-old Tegan McSherry, great name, lost both her parents in a car accident. The family had been living in poverty, and it's now up to Tia and her twin brother Finn to care for their two younger brothers. Tia, yearning for a golden ticket a la Willy Wonka, may have her sign of hope. A golden maple leaf falls into her hand. Wow. Hmm. Incredible. Okay. So I kind of want to read it. You should. It's a bleak but ultimately rewarding tale of a kidnapped teenager's resilience. Maybe she was writing about her own experience, and that's what she's so cagey about. Maybe. She's waiting for that golden leaf to come save her from Hannah. So Jack says he believes in true love because he has a mom and dad who are still flirting and holding hands walking down Abbey Road. He doesn't literally say that, but he says yeah, down they, the road. They cross the road and they take pics all day long. Yeah. It really pisses off the tourists because they can't get a good shot. Yeah. Do you think there's someone there with like a velvet robe that's like, come on, let them get their photos? Uh, yeah. No, I don't there know. There isn't. There isn't. Sorry. I didn't. I'm sorry. There isn't. Okay. Jesus Christ, Amundo. Okay. Well, Jack says, yeah, his parents are walking down Abbey Road holding hands and he grew up seeing that and that's what he wants as well. And Travis and Hannah have a mini date on the boat hanging out on the bow. And a man starts singing to Aisha and Jack. And Aisha's like, well, this could be your moment to kiss me. And he takes the opportunity. So they have their first official kiss. And Aisha says she really likes him and doesn't know where it's going, but wants to take it day by day. Uh, And they come back to the boat and they go into Jack and Travis's room. And Aisha checks out Jack's willy while Jack is peeing. And she said, he has a nice willy. And now... It's the next day. Oh, he's got a nice willy. It's the next day. That's what she said. the next day. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the Queen of England thinks my willy's nice. The Queen of New Zealand. Uh, It's the next day. Hannah says she's concerned about June because she doesn't respond to her radio ever and doesn't do well with turndown service. The new guests are arriving and they look very happy and jokey from afar. They seem to be very uh, loud and jovial. And Captain Sandy tells Wow that he's the one that's going to drive them off the dock and she will talk him through it. And he's like, oh, what? And she thinks he needs more responsibility. So he understands the work needed. So he'll grab his crew by the reins and get them on their shit. And the guests are nonstop joking and talking Hannah's ear off and they get the boat off the dock and Captain Sandy says coming up in this industry wasn't easy as a woman and she constantly had to fight against her male counterparts. And she doesn't want any crew member to feel that way. And if they have the willingness to learn, she wants to give them the opportunity. And Wow nails bringing the boat off the dock and he's like all emotional. And he's like, I love that I took the boat off the dock. This was a big moment for me. And we're all like, woo, good for you, Wow." The only bigger moment, bigger moment, I don't know where I went. The only bigger moment is when Brooke left me. 
for that Adonis of a man that Colin so helpfully referred to as Jabroni. a Jabroni. A Jabroni. I love me a Jabroni. All right, uh, we'll be right back. Hi, I'm Giancarlo Esposito, and I'm here to introduce you to my character, Gray Parrish, from my new series, Parrish. Yeah, I can drive. My character was a getaway driver. Yeah! I'm retired from life, you know that. His business is failing, his house is going up for sale. He is the everyman. Tell me about this driver job. We got a lot of action in this show. We have moments of real danger, and we want to feel as if anything could happen. Gray is invited to drive for this man. He's invited to make money, and he quickly realizes this is not the right thing to do. I did what you told me to. And he's in a world over his head. Now, let's go! He will try to do what's right and seek justice. Parish, all new Sundays at 9 on AMC and stream on AMC+. I'm late. I'm late. Very important date. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from Undercover Tourist. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from Undercover Tourist, an authorized seller, and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with Undercover Tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. And we're back. Yes, we are, Queen. Back again for the fourth time. Second. So, uh... It's our second episode we've recorded today, and the people deserve to know. Shut the fuck up. What the fuck? Shut the fuck up. Why? I said shut up! Uh, the okay. Hell? <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, June said, uh, we got to put that on a t shirt. What the fuck? The fuck? What the fuck? What's your dumb little face? Which filter? <laughs> the filter where your the bags under your eyes. <laughs> Holy shit. The girl in the golden leaf oh, on no. Amazon? $300. Guess what the rating is? Five stars? Nope. Two stars. Nope. I don't know. Tell me. 4.6. Okay. What the fuck? You're annoying <laughs> as hell. <laughs> um, June Foster wrote, guess what? <laughs> Another book. I believe it. It's called Dreams Deferred. Now, her previous book had 19 user reviews. So you know it's a big one. And this one, guess how much? Dreams deferred. Hundreds. Seven. Francis Matthew Hall is obedient to family tradition. All firstborn sons will serve as a priest. Now Matt officiates at St. Aloysius Catholic Church in San Antonio, Texas. 
But when on Easter Sunday he notices a beautiful young woman who takes his breath away, he must fight against his attraction to her or leave the priesthood and alienate his entire family. Mary Louise Graham is a middle school teacher and devout Catholic. Yet no amount of service to the community can ease the heavy load of the guilt she carries. God can never forgive her unspeakable mistake. But when Father Matt tells her about a forgiving God through his son, Jesus Christ, she's free. Only thing, the godly priest now means more to her than he should. Can two people find their way to each other amidst insurmountable obstacles? Dreams Deferred is inspired by the author's great-grandfather and great-grandmother's story! All right, we got to move it along. June says... Can you believe that? Yeah, I can. She's pretty basic. I believe they're also, religious. Also, I have terrible news. Oh, no. That's a different June Foster. Oh, my fucking God. You're annoying. Okay. I didn't... I just noticed. <laughs> You're annoying. I love fuck. that story, After though. After all that... That chick fucked a priest. We have to continue. June says Aisha is patient <laughs> and kind, and she's not used to Hannah's scowls. And Anastasia thinks uh, with these guests, simplicity is key. So she's only give them a, giving them a Caesar salad for lunch. Matt style. I don't think there's cheddar cheese on this one, though. June is struggling keeping her earpiece in and Hannah's trying to keep her on her shit because she just won't respond to her radio ever. And June is struggling to take the heat and Anastasia, or not Anastasia, Asia tells her, just let it go over her head and keep her goddamn earpiece in. And the guests sit down for lunch and Hannah thinks Anastasia's Caesar salad is too basic. And while she wants her to succeed, she wants her back as her third stew as well. The guests do like the salad though. And Travis is tired of working in the galley and the deck at the same time because it's exhausting, but works on getting the water toys out anyway. And the weather starts to come in and it gets very bumpy and Captain Sandy has to move the boat. So the deck crew has to load everything in and it's only Wow and Colin trying to get the jet skis in. And Johnny, the baseball player, has to help them pull in a jet ski because they're struggling all while Jack and Travis are just chilling. I believe Travis is on on break, but Jack is legitimately just chilling in the crew mess. And Hannah says she's getting closer to Travis since he's always working in the galley. And she thinks, she says she likes him and he has depth to him, but uses alcohol to suppress the emotions he has inside. It's very armchair psychology. Huh. Well, Captain Sandy says, uh, for the slide to be brought up, because it was hanging on the side of the boat while they're driving and They asked Travis to help, but he's all cranky because he's exhausted and the attitude is starting to show. And JWoww is starting to take Travis out of the galley because he's enjoying it too much. And uh, to which I say, it's not really your choice. He can do whatever the fuck he wants. Well, no. He's the boss. Captain Sandy put him in there, so JWoww can't pull him out. Anyway, guess, 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 sit down for dinner. The guests sit down for dinner. And these guests, can I just say, are real pieces of shit. How so? They're jerks. How? They're stupid and they're mean. What do they do? They just say idiotic things. Well, yes, the guests are talking about circle. Ah, he's got muscles because sex. Oh, yeah, they do say some dumb shit. But the guests are also talking about circumcision. Circumcision. Yes, that's what I was referencing Sisms. in this book. Uh, and the conversation Moment. makes its way to the galley, and Anastasia's like, I need quiet. 
And Aisha burns her by being like, oh, you've done two chadas and now you're this no, artist who needs quiet time. Yeah. To which I was like, dude, all you're doing is stack. Like her plating technique is to just stack everything on top of each other. And I'm like, you do the same plating for every fucking meal. You need all that quiet to stack food. Damn. Haven't you noticed brutal. that? She, her plating styles just stack everything on top of each other. Damn. That's so mean. So, I, I don't, I haven't noticed that. Should be paying attention more. No, I mean, she, she stacks some things, but so does Ben. Sure, whatever. I call Ben Stack Attack because he stacks so much. That's more Anastasia. Mm-mm. I call her Nasty Woman. A few of the guests would like their steak cooked a little more because that's what they prefer. And Anastasia's a perfectionist, so she's annoyed that she didn't cook them enough. And to which I say, who cares? June is telling Colin that Hannah and Anastasia are really shitty and made her feel bad for being in the galley because um, Anastasia was like, there's too many people in the galley. And Hannah's like, I know. And she's like, I think they wouldn't have said that if I wasn't there. And Colin tells her to call them out on it. And she says she doesn't really want problems with anyone. And she dropped her life to be there and they needed her and she wants to be treated with respect. And right now she doesn't feel very welcome. And I'm like, welcome to the club, honey. Mm-hmm. So you uh, said a mouthful with that handful. Yeah. Cause Anastasia's basically a mean girl. She's mm-hmm. pretty shitty. Like Hannah. I should the only I'm, nice look, one. She's, she's the chef. Sure. But she's like too like up her own ass a little. Women can't support other women. Oh, no. I just don't like women who are mean to other women. I guess that's me. Mm-hmm. I don't like me. Jack is on Anchor Watch, and JWoww is trying to motivate him by teaching him some stuff that he knows. And the guests are having a wrestling match and take turns wrestling each other after dinner. And it's kind of a weird hobby, but hey, who am I to judge? So everyone goes to bed, and it's the next day. All right. So this is a great moment. June apparently leaves her phone out and then like goes back to the galley uh, to make orange juice. Uh, She leaves it out at the bar. And Hannah comes in and tells her to keep it in her room because Captain Sandy doesn't like their phones out. And she's like, oh, no, it was over there when I came out. And it makes no sense. Like, I just like, what are you talking about? Your phone was already out there. What? I don't know. She like panics and just says like weird shit when Hannah says anything to her. Like just slow down. Be honest. I think Hannah Hannah's energy is probably very off-putting. Is that what you think, Nick? Yeah. With your armchair psychology, that is that what you think? Mm-hmm. JK. So there's another anchor issue and they try and pull it up, but it's stuck on something. And the guests sit down for breakfast and Captain Sandy decides that JWoww and Travis need to go in the water and see what's going on with the um, with their diving gear on. And Captain Sandy tells the guests that she's going to send them ahead to Monaco and then the boat will meet them there once they figure out the anchor issue. And Hannah says June is going to Monaco with the guests. And Jack says that the guys don't get paid enough to risk their lives for this anchor. And it's like, Jack, shut up. No one gets paid enough for anything. But the fact is the job needs to be done. And Travis says he started diving when he was 16, but he's never dragged an anchor up before because it's super dangerous. And if you get pinned by a heavy chain and 40 meters of water, you're fucked. Uh, Not that I know what 40 meters of water is. I don't deal in meters. 
Everybody does. It's just replace it for yards and then think of a football field. It's fair. It's not that hard. So Hannah's calling June on the radio and hoping she'll respond. But of course, she doesn't have her earpiece in. And Hannah says she doesn't care if you make mistakes, take too long, oversleep. Just answer your goddamn radio. And the guys dive in. And Captain Sandy says a communication is very key between them because this is so dangerous. And Hannah finally gets June is like, I've been radioing you. And June's like, no, you haven't. And Hannah's like, don't tell me that I haven't been radioing you, you dumb fuck. I don't know. It makes no sense. But yeah, they send the guests to Monaco. And that's where the episode ends. I really had to jam through that because um, I have to go to a meeting shortly. But yeah, Nick, let's hear some boat facts with Nikki T's. So yesterday we found out that there's 22 countries uh, along the Mediterranean Sea. So obviously it's a pretty big sea, Mm -hmm. wouldn't you say? Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, uh, excluding oceans, I thought, what are the biggest seas in the world? So I looked it up. The number one Mediterranean Sea. Anna. Yes. Name three other seas on this list of the top 10 seas of the world. Name the list of the top 10. Name three of them. Mediterranean? Yep. Black Sea? Nope. Aegean Sea? No. Close. No. Uh... Uh, Caribbean? Yes. Red Sea? No. Arabian Sea? No. Fuck, dude, I don't know, man. They are Uh, as follows. Wait, 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 I'm not done. Caspian Sea? No. Oh, fuck. The South China Sea is number three. Okay. Number four, Bering Sea. Okay. Number five, Gulf of Mexico. Mm. Number six, the Sea of Okotsk. Uh, in Russia. Okay. Number number seven, East China Sea. Okay. Number eight, Hudson Bay. Oh, okay. Number nine, Sea of Japan. Mm, never heard number of that one. Number 10, Andaman Sea. Oh. And that's top 10 seas of the world. That's the story, and you heard it here first. Back to you, Anchor. Wrap it up. Wow, guys. That was pretty cool. All the top C's, though I believe the Anna C is the number one. I made that up. Thanks so much for listening. This was Below Deck Mediterranean Season 4, Episode 9, baby. Nine. I don't know if we said that at the beginning. This is Season 9. Wow. I mean, not Season 9. Episode 9. Thank you so much for listening. Follow us at Deckheads Pod on Instagram and Twitter. You can email us at deckheadspod at gmail.com. Leave us a five-star review if you feel so inclined. We'd really appreciate it. Do so on iTunes, Apple, whatever. Check out our merch on Deckheads. Woo! Deckheads merch on Tee Public. And follow me at Anna Hosnian. Nick is at Nick's Turners. All right, bye. Deckheads is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. 
I'm late. I'm late for a very important date. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from Undercover Tourist. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from Undercover Tourist, an authorized seller, and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with Undercover Tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com this episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. <sighs> Celebrate the end of your workday with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as another busy Thursday flies by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. 